Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Damn! With all due respect, sir, I believe this is going to be our finest hour. It's the future, future, future! Wow! What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Down the Distance. Jared Payton alongside my man, Ernie Scatton. Shy voice man on Twitter if you're on Twitter. I'm at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. This is exclusively on WGNRadio.com. And it's that time of the year. We got training camp here. The buzz is here. I wake up in the morning, smell the little dew on the grass, and I just know that, like, football is here. Have you actually smelled the dew? Like, you go outside and you stick your nose in the grass and no, get I your pick, face I, I get my hands. I put my hands in the grass, in and then I, I wipe it in my hands, and then smells like football, man. What if a dog had just been there? Man, we don't have dogs by our house, man. Stop <laughs> playing around. Shout out to my man, Billy Ochepka. OC oh, is in the building. Oh, I see he's checking in. We're about to dive into a lot of Bears talk. I've been at Bears camp up in Bourbon a, a couple of times, at least five times since uh, camp has started. So I had a chance to really kind of see what's going on, survey the landscape, and see what everybody's been kind of talking about, the quarterback situation, the wideouts, defensively, what this team is going to do. But there's so much to dive into, so we definitely want to hear from you. 312-644-4110 is the number you can call in, chat with me if you want to, and Ernie. And also we have another line as well if that one's busy, 312-644-6866. So dial in. I want to hear what you guys have to talk about with Trubisky and Glennon. So let's start there with the quarterback situation. Because coming into the year as training camp approached, the big talk, Ernie, has always been about the quarterback situation. Ryan Pace, you know, going up to get his guy at number two. And I like it or not, I still hear people having that conversation if, if the Bears and this organization should have, you know, kind of mortgaged the future on of the, of the organization on Trubisky, a guy that didn't have that many starts in college. But I think if you break down the tape and you watch Trubisky, the one thing that I do see in him as a football player is, is that he does have those wow factors, that he does things at certain times that makes you go, okay, wow, I see. That's the reason why Ryan Pace went up to go get this guy. But I'm not done yet, Ernie. I saw you stretching to go talk. (laughs) My neck hurt. But there are those times where you watch him and you look and you go, man, this guy looks like he is still, you know, he's one of those guys. Like he's one of those guys that could still – you know, could he go the other way? Could he go this way? Could he go that way? We don't know. So it's definitely got to look forward to seeing what he's all about. But the only way he gets better is going to be with time. Um, I guess we have to go out to the phone lines because we have someone calling in right now. Ernie, you're going to man that that board over there. Who we got on the line? Hello. Who Hello. Got? Yeah, who we got on the line? Hello. Hey, is this Jared Payton? Yes, sir. This is Jared Payton. How you doing? I'm doing all right. My name is Orrin Daniel. How you doing, man? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Landover, Maryland. Okay. Okay, Maryland. What's, what's your take, man? What's your take on the Bears? You a Bears fan, right? Oh, man. I, look, I'm putting it to you like this. I was born on the same day as your father, July 25th. Hey. And I was born in Starksville, Mississippi. Oh, so you got the you got the deep roots, man. So you, you, you and I was raised in Gary, Indiana, which there were no Indianapolis Colts when I was growing up. Uh, yeah, that's the the hard part where you get a chance to really dive in and watch the Bears. What's your take on the Bears so far as, as they're in training camp right now? Right now, I'm just hoping and praying we get to the playoffs. 
That's all I'm hoping for. Hey, man. My, my man Ernie over here is laughing at you. But I'm going to tell you, listen, you could dream big. I don't know if playoffs are, are going to be in this year's future, but um, hopefully down the line. I mean, this team right now, three wins the year before in 2016. I think what we need to see is improvement, and hopefully improvement means – I would say six to seven wins. If you can get to that and show improvement, then we know that this organization is moving in the right direction. Yeah, me too, man. I, you know, because I've been seeing some, they've been doing some cuts. The cuts they've been doing in the past 10 years have been breaking my heart. Yeah. You know? I mean, and, and it started with Lubby Smith. When they let him go, they broke my heart. I was like, dude, I was the only guy that was, was making him do something. After that, everything fell down in, in the well. I mean, that is, I mean, it's it's true. When you look at from after when Lovey left, we haven't really seen that true success yet, you know. But and hadn't Lovey run his course? Um, yeah, you could say that he ran his course. Uh, it's, you know, but it's still one of those things where you, you have to be able to kind of watch and how everything progresses over time, and you'd hope that, you don't have a 10-win season and get the axe. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's the, true. That's, that's the true. hardest part. We're talking about six and, six and seven wins being a milestone for this team this year. <laughs> we, we would hope to get into double digits. Listen, we get hey, the seven wins. Hey, we, I'll run we, naked we appreciate down you. Avenue. We appreciate you calling. Hopefully you can tune in to the podcast down the line, all right? All right, man. I got you on Facebook, so. All right, man. We'll talk to you. I mean, that's the hardest part. That is – Probably the hardest part. Let's get back to the quarterback situation, though, because you were about to say something. I was getting into Trubisky and just what I've seen. He, Everybody wants to talk about all these fumbles, right? Like the fumble snaps and everything else that has been going on during camp. Listen, it Is it too early to be scared about that? Is it too early to be worried about first, that? First of all, first of all, this is why I'm going to set Bears fans straight real quick. Do your homework. Do your homework, and you would know that this was probably going to be an issue anyway. Only thing that takes is him getting underneath center and snaps. I don't know what the exact percentage was. It's somewhere in between of like 95 and 99% of the time this guy was in the shotgun in college. Did you say 99% of the time? Yeah. Like 1%. He was so like, he's never felt an offensive lineman's butt. Maybe just down by the goal line or something. But, yeah, it was like it was something crazy. I'm thinking in my head it was 97%, but I'm not sure. But, yeah, this guy never was underneath center in college. So, yeah, this was going to be an issue as this guy is going to be learning. So that's why with everybody talking about, I want Trubisky to start early. And, and what you know, why do we have Glennon? There's a reason why. The Bears knew what they were getting into, and they knew that, listen, Trubisky is going to be a project. You have to be able to work with him, and if you can work with him, hopefully he can get a a little bit of some reps and understand that once he gets into the game, he'll be able to be able to make plays. But that shouldn't surprise anybody. Don't let that be a concern for you. It's it's the making the good the good. making the good throws and the decisions with the football right now early on in camp that you want to see out of him. Well, from what I've understood, one of his strong suits is movement out of the pocket. Like yes. As soon as he gets moving, he is extremely good out there. Are they going to run plays? Are they? Is that something that they're going to go? That they're going to go with their focus on? But with him not starting at all, and he shouldn't. I although I'm one that actually said I'd like to see him I start. Know, you did say that. I guess I got to go back on that a little. I'm sorry, Mia culpa, Mia culpa. No, you have to kind of 
I just want him to play. Yeah, not right now, though. Like, that's the fan of me. I just want him to play. Yeah, not now. He's not ready right now. And uh, I don't Well, think... Glennon says that he's, he's, he's happy that the Bears have distinguished that and said that this is going to be your season no matter what. You know, that, that, that's more comfortable for him. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, the, the footsteps oh, of, the, of the young guy yeah, coming. Yeah, but he's still, he's still feeling that because that first month of the season. Yeah, he screws team, up. They're going to be calling for uh, Mitchell. People are, people are going to be calling for Mitch. Can we, can we call him thing. Mitchell? Can we, can we, can we call him Mitchell? I want to call him Mitch. Mitchell. I, mean, I don't even want to use his last name. I just, from here on out, I want him to be the one name. One, one name man, Mitchell. Just Mitchell. I like Trubisky though. It sounds Come cool. On, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, he sounds I like really, a truck driver. No, he doesn't. Or, he, I, I really. Or, you know, he's a contractor. <laughs> yeah, call Trubisky's, or so, maybe a, maybe a store. You know, like selling dollar dollar things. Go to yeah. Trubisky's. The one thing about Glennon that I really do like is that Glennon is a guy that has already taken that leadership role in that locker room and in the huddle, man. He's done that. Like it or not, if you like the fact that the Bears got him or not, I, listen, really don't care. But the fact that he is actually there taking that leadership role and doing things that I haven't seen a quarterback do as a Bears quarterback of, like, taking guys out and going out and and How how hard is it to lead after Jay Cutler? All he has to do is speak and speak nicely of people. I mean, and and I guess he is taking that step to lead, but... Leading after Jay Cutler is easy. Well, yeah, leading after Jay might be easy, but just the the position itself is the reason why that's we're talking about so highly touted of people getting paid the big dollars at the position because it means so much. That's the reason why the Bears went up to get Trubisky, like the move or not, because you have to have quarterbacks. You need a signal caller to be able to win. And so if you don't take one, if you haven't taken a couple in the last couple of years, the Bears find themselves in that position now of having to take quarterbacks and figuring out the best teams in the NFL with the best quarterbacks – Select quarterbacks every single year. And we know who's starting. We know Tom Brady's starting. We know that Aaron Rodgers is starting. But the reason why these guys keep bringing in quarterbacks is because you never know what's going to happen, man. That's what's the the craziest part, I would say, of, you know, having, you know, quarterbacks. I just hung up on somebody, so I'm sorry. Call back, please. I will definitely (laughs) pick it up. That was totally my bad. Um, Let's go back to... If we're going to the quarterbacks, let's go to the wide receivers. Because you don't like the wide receivers. I don't want to say you don't like them. You just don't believe that they can be good. Yeah, I guess is what you I, want to say. I, I, I don't. You're know. not a fan. We'll go. We'll, we'll let's go to the phone lines real quick because somebody's out on the phone lines. Who we got on the line? Uh, my name is Bill from Montana. I think that the Bears just need to uh, kind of follow. You know, such a copycat league. Follow kind of what the Raiders have done when they were miserable for so many years there. They got a great, good quarterback. Then they surrounded him with a bunch of talent, and they just slowly started winning, and now they're a threat as long as New England loses. Well, that's the, kind of, that's the thing, though, that's kind of crazy about how this past draft went is because a lot of people were wondering why they went, you know, offense heavy, but now watching – Camp and being at camp, I see why. Because not only with Trubisky, but looking at Adam Shaheen and Tariq Cohen, the tight end and the running back that they got, I mean, both guys have really shined in camp, and there's a reason why. And so you have to build somewhere, and it's it's sometimes it's hard, and organizations don't want to tear it down. But you also the one thing that's been talked about and preached about at camp has been about the 
just the attitude and guys of character inside of that locker room and have character guys. And if you can have that and start building, yeah, you need playmakers, but you also have to have a culture inside that locker room and build a culture of winning. And that's where it seems like these guys and Ryan Pace are trying to do. Now, will John Fox be here for the long haul? Probably not. I mean, this probably this is probably the end of the go for John Fox. It's just the fact of that, that we're going through the same thing again where we might have to bring in another head coach. And does that mean a new system? Does that mean new coordinators? It's it. That's the thing that hurts me right now. Yeah, the, the turnover from year to year is just, it's not going to keep consistency like you're saying. Um, but I, I don't think it. I think every team can change within a three-year, you know, term. I think you can easily turn it all around from being the worst team to being a playoff contender. You know, that's the thing about the NFL is you can go worst to first in a year. It's just it's just the nature of the league, and it is a copycat league. We're seeing everybody trying to copy, you know, all these other teams. But the hardest part is the one thing you can't copy is you can't copy the quarterbacks. You the the teams that have really good quarterbacks are the teams that are super successful. And those guys come around a dime a dozen and they don't the the franchise quarterbacks just aren't being spit out every single year. I mean, we're still what Jared Golf we're still trying to figure out if he is a number 1. We don't we have no clue, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. That is a good one. They'll find out this year. Well, listen, we appreciate you out there in Montana. We'll definitely talk to you soon. Calling yeah. from Montana. Montana. He's out riding herd. He's calling. He's, he's riding he's herd from right Montana. now. He's literally on the back of a horse, like following the herd, but he's got his headphones on. So I want to I want to piggyback off what he was talking about. And he was talking about surrounding, you know, your quarterback with, with good, talent. With talent. Well, that's Yo, in any sport. I mean, that's a must. Yeah, I know, but Ernie. The peop- the two guys that a lot of people had questions about who were, you know, who were upset, who were, oh, man, why did they go offense? Tariq Cohen and Adam Shaheen both are standing out in camp. I was one of the ones that said, why did they go small school and offense? Yeah, you did. Let's go back out to the lines real quick. Hey, who we got in line? Hey, this is Jim. Jim. Cali. We, are, we are worldwide. We are worldwide right now. What's going on in Cali, and what are your thoughts on the Bears in 2017? Uh, my thoughts on the Bears this year is um, I'm kind of skeptical about quarterback right now. I mean, we just haven't had a good quarterback for a long time. I think right now Glennon is going to be a starter, but I think Trubisky will come in halfway through the season because I've heard he's doing really good. And the White House right now, I'm not hearing good things too much about White. He's not doing good at all. It's uh, it's tough right now, and we're actually we'll, we're about to dive into the wide receivers and talk about the guys that are locks, and then the guys that are kind of on uh, the fringe right now who are on the bubble. It's that's kind of the you wanted to see a quarterback success. You need to have an offensive line, and they do have that. They'll piece that together and make sure. Um, with Josh Sitton coming back, and then also with Kyle Long hopefully getting healthy. And then you have a running back in Jordan Howard, who we'll get to a little bit later. But, I mean, there's going to come a time where they're going to have eight, nine men in the box, and guys on the outside have to make plays. And right now, Cam Meredith is your number one, basically, if you look from last year, who's on this roster. And I I mean, I'm not saying that he can't be. I just... 
I, you need more production, not just out of him. I mean, if that's going to be, what does Victor Cruz still have left in the tank? Can he be a guy to be able Southside. to come out? Uh, Marcus Wheaton on the sidelines now with uh, that appendectomy that he had, and and you know how can he? He can't afford to miss at too many practices. You need him out there as as much as possible. I I I'm just kind of figure this out. Kevin White, we really don't know. I mean, he's still playing football where he's trying a little bit too hard. He's thinking too much. He's not just being able to go out, and that's just not having enough experience in game time. So there's a lot of questions at that wide receiver position that are going to have to be answered if this team is going to have any type of success in 2017. We appreciate your call, man. Yeah, thanks. I'm actually going to be able to see the Bears play live in New Orleans. Ooh, that sounds like a good time. Have fun and listen. Go get you a beignet while you're out there. Make sure you do that, okay? But don't moon any helicopters. No. <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Out in Cali. We out in Cali. We out in Cali. Cali life. I saw a guy oh, walking down the street today on. with a shirt. Cali hold life. On. Hold on, man. So the wide receivers, I think Kevin White is the biggest. He's the linchpin. He has to do well. I think if he does well, Cam Meredith does even better. Because if Cam Meredith is your stud, we're in a world of hurt. We're in a world of hurt. I would love to see more salsa. I, I, you know, we were talking before the show, and I asked why can't he do this and do that. Maybe he's a little old. I mean, he's, what, nine years in now? This is Victor Cruz's ninth year with Marcus Wheaton on his side with the injury, possible appendectomy. We signed these old, with these guys, veterans, and you're saying they're no good or they're looking like they're no good. Why sign them? Well, you have to because you're trying to fill out a roster. So um, you're hoping that something is going to maybe spark. But if we're rebuilding, then give Braverman a chance. Then give these younger guys a chance. All right. Let's go out to the lines. Who we got in the line? Hey, this is Paul. I'm down in Euless, Texas. Paul, what's going on, man? Calling from Texas, man. We love Texas. Uh, I don't. It's dang hot down there. What's the deal? How are you thinking and what's your take on the Bears so far with just maybe a, a little bit under a week of practice? I'm worried, you know, our schedule's tough, but, you know, I'm going to love the Bears no matter what. It's going to be a rough go this year, I think. Yeah, that's probably the hard part is that you have to wait, and any time that a team is trying to build something up and you have to wait for it, it's always hard, and you're waiting for a quarterback, you're waiting for young guys to be able to step up, but, I mean, you love your team, and you got to have faith in, you know, your general manager and your organization I think that's kind of where people are on the fence right now is some people, I hear a lot of people that I'm in close with think that Ryan Pace is making good decisions. A lot of the fans that I talk to are on the other side of the fence, and they're always questioning everything that he does. I mean, it's hard. you got to watch how things pan out. But the one thing that's going to be staple to him is how Mitchell Trubisky plays whenever that green light is a go because – you know, he's kind of, you know, mortgaged the future, his future with the organization. Not on, kind of, he has. Yeah, on on, <laughs> yeah, on Trubisky. Just, and I'm worried about the receivers, too. I do like the running back. I heard uh, that Cohen kid sounds pretty good. Paul, let me tell you, man, Cohen is unreal, and I'm about to talk about him right now uh, when we hang up with you. But, yeah, we, we appreciate you for, for calling in from Texas, and please uh, spread the word about the Down and Distance podcast, all right? Okay, thank you, guys. Okay, so he was talking about Tariq Cohen. The one thing that you I've love seen. Him. Yeah, I Human really video do. game. Human joystick, right? Human joystick. He he has the ability to get in and out of breaks, and I, that's what I love about him. But his his mental capacity to be able to understand the playbooks, this 
far in the camp so far. And for him to be feeling comfortable going out and playing wide receiver and playing wherever they need him is is what's amazing to me is that he's already grasping that. If you would ask me to do that my rookie year, I would have been freaked out because you're, there's so much stuff that's being thrown at you, especially right now. Right now they're throwing as much stuff at you as possible because they want to see how much you can retain during a short period of time. During the season, playbook is dumbed down way. I mean, it's super, super thick during camp, and then it just dumbs down every single week. It changes. So all those plays kind of carry over. You throw some out. You throw some new ones in. But you kind of have the game plan. It's a lot easier. Let me ask you this. Do you think there are football geniuses? When I say that, I mean like football players who just get it, who just get playbooks, where it may be harder for me, maybe my spatial acuity or something. You know what I mean? Are there football geniuses? Yeah, there's guys that just that just get, get it. it. Yeah. No matter what, you can hand a, you can hand a playbook to them, and in a weekend, they're pretty much on point with what you're doing. Maybe you have to learn the terminology a little oh, bit yeah. better. Terminology is probably and the hardest like part because all the routes and stuff that you're doing is stuff that you that you, you know you've, you've been doing since done. high school or pee wee. But it's just the the verbiage changes. Well, why is he getting it so? It. Why why is he getting it so? Good. Why is Tariq? I don't know, man. He's probably staying up real late and paying attention in in meetings and just grasping it where it's not going too fast. And everybody wanted to talk about a kid coming from a smaller school and that how is he going to be able to like hold up? I was he, mad. He's showing right now the two guys from smaller schools are the two guys that are shining right now in camp. That was one of the first things. That's Adam I asked Shaheen you. and Tariq Cole. after the after the after the draft. It was one of the first things I said. Why why the small school guys? Why can't we get you know? Why, why can't we get big name guys? Why can't I mean Eddie Jackson's he went right? Damn, that was my next. No one, that and, was my next I, question. I'm not actually. saying I'm not saying that he's not you know performing well. well it's a couple just, interceptions. He's just he? yeah. He's just not. His, his name is not kind of resonating like the other two guys. Well, he had the injuries coming out, so yeah. he, he was. Banged but I'm just up talking about his, but Yeah, but I was just talking about where right. he came from. I mean, this, we're talking about national championship. Like, right, right. We're if, he, if, he, if he's not injured, he's probably a. a, a First or second round, probably a second round pick, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably so. I mean, but still, I mean, that's that's saying something about what Shaheen and Tariq Cohen are doing right now right. to kind of well, to me, it says themselves. something about Pace being able to find talent. He's good. He's good. I, I, and He's this good. is what I want. All these people that are on Pace, I think you have to let this play out. I, I, in pace we trust. I guess in pace we trust because what everything he's brought so far has been pretty good. I don't know if he's had any complete flat-out busts. I mean, you don't expect your seventh and eighth round, you know, your seventh round picks no, to hang no, around. No, no, no. So I can't call them busts. Busts to me are the top four rounds. If they don't make it, bust. I, I don't even know if it can, you can go four. Maybe three, first just two, three. Maybe first two, just first two. Not even three, but three. Such a such three a, is like you're you're kind of you don't know. That's the man. bubble guy. That, I mean, you when you start getting in three, you you can find guys. But I'm just gonna go one and two. I mean, those are guys that you're looking at are supposed to be number ones are supposed to be number ones are supposed to be impact players. If you're not quarterback, maybe the position they're supposed to be impact players right away, right? Right. They're supposed to come in and instantly play. Yeah, number two, it's kind of like yeah, there's guys that are they're really really good, but they weren't first round picks for some reason. So I'm gonna say I would say first two rounds, and you could you know. So has he had any complete busts yet? Complete busts? No, I can't think of one. Mm, I can't think of one. So, but I, I like, I, but I like his his pickups though. I like the pickups. Right. I like uh, Deion Sims. 
he's making a really good impression. I love the, the fact that he is a guy that's known for being more of a blocking back when he was in Miami to like now watching him with really soft hands, catching the ball over the middle, runs pretty good routes. He's not just a blocking guy like I was pegging him out to be before they got into right. training camp or really kind of seeing him play. I like the fact that he's going to add something to this Bears offense, and he's a guy that they're paying first – like. First rep money. To, they're, they're giving this right. guy starter money. And then you have him, Zach Miller, Adam Shaheen. How is that going to play itself out? Does Zach Miller make this team or does he not? I really like to do it. I love the way that he's going about his business. He's hurt like, all the time, about really being focused and coming in. But he gives you something that both those guys, the other two guys, don't give you. And he, but he is hurt. Most of the time. So that's the, that's the hardest part. I love the fact of being able to watch and see how Shaheen and Deion Sims are going to be used in, like, you know, two tight end sets. To me, that, is, giant that is going to be interesting to watch those guys. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But there's a lot of stuff going on, Earn a lot of stuff going on with this team, moving pieces. I mean, the fact with the quarterback position of having a guy like Mike Glennon and Trubisky there, but in the middle of those two, you have Mark Sanchez, who has really blown me away by just being not the football. Football, he's not blowing me away. I've seen, I know Mark Sanchez, we've seen the butt fumble, all that stuff. I'm not, that stuff doesn't get me. But he's pegged in between the two quarterbacks, right? And, and his ability to understand the good stuff that's happened in the NFL to him and the bad stuff as well, to be a mentor to these guys off the field and listening to him talk at training camp, the dude just gets it and understands. Like, he just, he gets it, man. Like, he, just listening to him talk, he's a pro's pro. Like, he get he gets it. I'm here. I know why I'm here. I feel he's, like not, it, he's not playing the role like, yeah, you know, I'm here. I'm just waiting on my opportunity until right. Glennon gets hurt. He's like, no, I know what the deal is. He understands he's there to teach and yeah, to, to help these help these guys make it to the next level. Um I, I see him as being a coach one day, actually. Yeah. And and the funny part about it is that Connor Shaw, who is Everyone back, forgot about him. Yeah, he, broke his he, leg. He, Everyone no, loved has, him last year. He has, he has the most experience in this Bears offense than any of the three quarterbacks that no are ahead of him. No chance he makes this team. Well, he's not getting any reps to be able to even get a chance no to do that. No chance he makes so this team. That's, that's probably – he's not getting those team reps. If you're not getting the team reps, it's always kind of hard to if make If I'm Connor Shaw, if I'm any young quarterback, I don't come to the Bears. Because there's no chance you're ever playing. There's mm-hmm. no chance you're. You, you, Trubisky's their guy. Why would you? Why? Why? Can Connor Shaw ask to be tri- released? I mean, does that happen a lot? Can he ask to be released? Will he be picked up somewhere? Because he's a practice player no, at best. You can't. You can't ask to be released. That's it. It's not I mean, like baseball. It's not like I, I don't want my release. No, I mean, like they send you to the minors in baseball, and if you don't show I've up, I've asked you're gone. twice, and it just doesn't work out that well. So, no, nah, I wouldn't do. <laughs> if I was him, I wouldn't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Stay as long as possible, man. You know, stay as long as possible. Stay as long as they'll pay you. That's what I'm saying. Stay as long as they pay you. And Make sure you get a you get a nice check. What was he in. doing before? Like he was ba- he wasn't bagging groceries, but he was working at like a he was a contractor or something. Like that I thought. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, know. he I may want to get his uh, tool belt. Back I know out. he's a cool dude though. Really yeah, cool dude. Great. I sure. like the fact. I yeah. like I like that. Loves the body surf and all that. But uh, yeah, get your tool belt. Buddy. How do you know about the hidden body surfing? I just threw that one out there. Man, that's Come like on all, all guys named Connor body surf. No, no, I know a couple of Connors that don't body surf. Um, Connor McKnight doesn't body surf. He probably Connor McKnight right? probably See? does body there surf. There you go, Connor I mean, body surfing. But yeah, make sure that everybody out there is 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 reading. I know you can't go to camp, but make sure you're getting all of the best information from all the guys out there that are there every single day because there's a lot of stuff going on. 
I've actually had a really good time watching a lot of these practices of taking it in and not having the expectations that I normally have the last couple of years of going into a season. My expectations have tapered down just a little bit. They have and to. I'm cool and I'm cool with it. I'm cool with this team. I think defensively, in front seven, trying to figure out what happens with Pernell McPhee coming back. You know, it was a little scope on the knee. You hope that he can come back, but he had the, he had the other knee. He had the other side of the knee uh, in 2012. He had two surgeries on it then, and another surgery on the left one. And then now it's, it's it's adding up with these knees, and we knew about it. But Leonard Floyd does not progress and get better. I believe to the point that he can believe that he can be until. Pernell McPhee is healthy, and I just don't know if that's going to happen. In the last five games of the season, you saw what the production level was out of both those guys when they were both on the field. To have a dominant pass rush, you need to have both of those guys out on the field. And right now, it just seems like Pernell McPhee has a big, huge question mark over his head. And you can't trust and say, oh, yeah, he's going to be out for all 16. We're, We're starting to look at maybe trying to figure out how many games he can actually play. When was the last time he played 16? I can't. I didn't even I didn't even look so it up. So of course you can't say he's going to be there. I, I, you, you give me ten games, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, if you get ten solid games out of Pernell McPhee, wouldn't you be happy? I would be happy. I just want to see him on the football field because defensively, this team is a little bit further ahead than the offense is. Oh, absolutely. And so I you, think it's more than yeah, a little. You talk about the front seven and guys on that front seven. Akeem Hicks, and you you look at and having Danny Trevathan coming back and actually walking. I didn't think he would be. I had no clue what he what was going. I was going to see of him coming back in 2017 with the gruesome injury that he received last year, and he's back. I mean, him and Jarrell Freeman together feel like they could be the best tandem when they're both healthy on the football field. And you saw that Jarrell Freeman led this team in tackles, and you know what that means. He had to miss a couple of games because of the PED incident, but still. It's a guy that shows that he can still play football and both guys together. So you, it, it, it all comes back to one thing, health with this Bears team. Can health. the offense catch up to the defense? Because I'm just scared it's going to be like when Erlacher and them were here where the defense was always good and then the offense. We have to get them in sync. Are these guys going to be around long enough for this offense to get in sync with the defense? I don't know. I don't know. That's the question, man. That's the question. We'll have to watch and see how it plays out. Over the next couple of weeks, we got preseason approaching as well. A lot of cool things. We appreciate you guys for tuning in on Facebook Live, calling into the show as well. We'll be back next week to break down some more stuff, Bears talk. So definitely tune in for Ernie Scat and Shy Voice Man on Twitter. I'm at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N on Twitter, WGNRadio.com. Check us out. Just type in Down and Distance. Just Google it. And you'll find all the podcasts, the previous podcasts. You can check it all out. And you can hit us up on Twitter as well, at DADpod on Twitter. We appreciate you. Have a great day, and we'll definitely talk to you later. We were here. Now we're gone. Peace.